For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bengals podcast. Solomon Wilcott and Adam Pacman Jones. And Adam, we're going to get to this game from Halloween Sunday in the NFL because, boy, there were some really haunted things going down around the National Football League, especially with this Bengals game up in New York. But first, we need to let everybody know that today's show is presented by Bed Online. They're back and better than ever, a new web interface for the start of the basketball season, as well as the NFL season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online, it remains the number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. All you got to do is head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your bonus Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, we got to get down to it, man. The Bengals go to New York. They fall 31 to 34 on Halloween. That's right. The ghost and gobbler showed up for this one. And remember last week, I came on on fire, man, said this is one that we got to win. What did you know about this Jets team that suggested you, to you I that they you, shouldn't take them? They shouldn't I, take them too late. I light. told you this was a catch them game. I told you it was a catch them game. Yeah, we got no did. film of the quarterback, and he performed like he'd been playing in the league for three years. Four hundred fucking passing. I mean, freaking. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Four hundred yards. First game. He lit us up, man. He lit oh my Mike God. White. Lit us up, man. This was this was epic. Like it what was, he did. I told people, I said, man, that don't happen every day. Now, don't. I don't even know if the Bengals coaches saw this one coming. You know, the Jets, they ran almost every gimmick play you can run. They got the two-point conversion, the Philly special to Mike. The dude threw for touchdowns. He caught touchdowns. Did they did they catch a sleeping? Did they catch the Bengals sleeping in this one? I I, I think the Jets coach are, are, are preparing for desperate situations. You know, they back us against the wall right now. Everything, I mean, they are they preparing like it's a playoff game. They needed this win, you know what I mean? Everybody is talking about get them out of there. They came in here with a lot of trick plays. They played hard at home um, and, and they snuck out of here with a win. A questionable win by um, a couple of key elements in the game, which we'll get to later, but I think the Bengals did get outplayed. Yeah, man, hey look, the defense, Early on, like they allowed 
the Jets on their very first possession of the game to go right down the field and score. And I'm like, oh, man. And then they got it going. Two consecutive interceptions. They almost returned it for a touchdown. Then they get the fumble. They forced three turnovers in the four, in the first half of this game. So what happened, man? How do we end up allowing them to get 500 yards total offense and scoring over 30 points against them? Remember last week we was talking about how the Bengals scored last six possessions? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's guess right. who did that this week? <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> the Jets scored the last six positions of the, the game that they had the ball. <laughs> um, it, it, this was a crazy game from the get-go. I think the guys got a little complacent at halftime, thinking that it was just going to be a cakewalk after that. And, and you could you could tell they came out a little flat. We came out of score, but they came out uh, flat after that. Um, the penalty – Killed me. Um, whoever the referee that called that penalty, he should have been fired this morning. Um, <laughs> the penalty, the, that penalty was as bad as um, 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 it was just horrible. It was just horrible. It, it was like, uh, I'm trying to give an example. Um, um, what's the kid who stumped the kid in it? It was like Abbas Hangsworth. When I was in Tennessee, when he stumped the kid from Dallas in the head, that's how bad that penalty was. Come I remember on. that, man. Albert Come on, Hay- man. Hay- Come on, man. Like, we're getting man, to the man. point now. Like, how do you hit a guy? All I'm going to go with, it was Halloween, man. We oh, it should home. be an apology. It should have been an apology <laughs> at the beginning of the day from the commissioner, from the people who, who, who say that is a, a penalty or not, if you get fined or not. This, that that was ridiculous. I'm gonna get to that a little bit and later. We go, we go, yeah, we're gonna go into that in a little more detail before we get done here. But I wanna I wanna go back to talk about what Mike White did. Man, he completed 82% of his passes and he threw the ball 40 times and completed 82%. That's incredible. The rookie running back, Michael Carter, man, he was killing. I call him he's the check down king. Catching that ball in the underneath coverage. He's a rookie out of North Carolina. I remember him coming out in the draft. I knew this kid was going to be good. He came back to haunt the Bengals. He had 172 yards from scrimmage, both rushing and catching the ball coming out of the backfield. And he he led he led him in passing and That's rushing. Right. And rushing. So why did why it seemed like they made the adjustments and we did it? Is that what happened here? I think we underestimated him a little bit. We knew how we knew how good um, Mike Carter was. Um, he's been showing it week in and week out. That's you know right. What I mean? That's right. So we we knew the kid can play. But yesterday he had a, a, a all time high. I, might be the best game that he's had. As no a doubt. Coach. No doubt. Um, yeah. Yep. Passing wise, I just I, I I I just don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, we let this kid come in here and throw for four hundred and five yards. Hmm. He had 45 attempts. He completed 37 of the 45 That's attempts. Right. That's right. You cannot That's allow right. that, man. Like, even, even like, if I said we're a top-tier team, top-tier teams don't don't allow 400-yard passes. In their and first career start. Don't let a guy go and sit back there and be that comfortable with the offense, I mean, with the defensive line that we got, with the guys that we've been talking about mm-hmm. every week with Trey Henderson, with all the other guys up there, Spam. We have enough pressure. Like, I, I can't believe that we allowed. I was saying all week, hey, pin back, blitz him and let him go. Yeah. But I don't understand. And I, I didn't understand a couple uh couple calls during the game plan um, on, on third down as far as defensive-wise. Um, but here and there, 
Um, but we didn't, the guys didn't show up and, and they didn't give me a hundred percent this week, you know. So yeah, early in the game, punch. early in the game, Adam, um, Jesse Bates gets the interception. He runs all the way down to the two yard line. Man, we go backwards. We get the false start. We allow a sack. Um, Mixon gets, they just kept got letting guys in the backfield all day on Joe Mixon. And next thing you know, we get sacked. We go for it on fourth down. Tell me your thoughts. Should they go for it on fourth down? We end up having a negative five yards on the first seven offensive plays of the game for the Bengals. The offense was moving backwards. Well, it was early in the game. So uh, me personally, I go for it. Good job. Okay. 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 You know what I mean? Um, yep. It's early in the game. We've been playing really good. Um, we've been aggressive. So stay with being aggressive. Um, so I, I have no problem with that. But if you think about it, it would have been a change of the game if we would have kicked the field goal and just got the three. So you can go back and say either way which one uh, which you will, which one would you do. Um, me personally, I think you stay stay aggressive right there and mm -hmm. go for it. Let me, I'm, I'm going to go with you on that. I think we should have went for it. It's just that when you do those kinds of things, say if we don't get the touchdown. Remember, we got the ball inside the five-yard line. You yeah. can't take the sack and end up giving them the ball at the 15-yard line. Oh, say if we don't make it, if we don't make it on fourth down and they get the ball inside their own five-yard line, man, we got them backed up against their own right. goal line. One mistake, and it's our deal. We're going to get the ball back in good field position. But when you take a sack and go all the way back to the 15-yard line, now they can't got better take a field sack. You got to at least throw the ball away right there. So you gotta, that, you're yeah. right, Sam. You got to throw the ball away right there. You can't make every play. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you made a great point. Trust in the defense, even if they playing good or bad. You know what I mean? That's right. You got That's them right. bagged in right there. Throw the ball away. Let's trust in the defense and live to see another day. Hey, and you know, I know so you, you I, give them yeah. a lot of room when once you get the sack, they they not back then no more. That's right. That's right. So I, and look, I'm I'm you know me. If they're selling stock and Joe Burrow, I'm buying more of it. Me I'm too. doubling down. Right now, he he throws the interception, critical moment in the game in the fourth quarter. The ball gets tipped by Shaq Lawson. He comes down with the interception. This was Joe Burrow's fifth interception in the fourth quarter in eight games this season. The most by any quarterback, most fourth quarter interceptions by any quarterback in the NFL. Man, that proved to be very critical. That's why I keep asking you, man, did we blow it or did they just win it? Well, you can't say say we blew it because of that one play, you know, man. You can go back and look at the, the whole game. I, I Like I said, the defense, they didn't wake up. Yeah, Jesse had, had an interception that took us down there. Jesse missed the play earlier when he um, vacated the middle of the field. So it's a lot of little different things that play, played into the game. You know what I mean? If Joe going to throw a pick every blue moon and, and we can win the way we win it, I'll take it. I want Joe to be aggressive, stay aggressive, and, and keep throwing the ball. We got to keep Joe off the ground. Up front, yeah. they killed us up front this week. Oh, you know what man, man, they really and did. We had, we had Joe running for his life. He was getting up off the ground. He, he, he shouldn't have to go through all that. We've been doing a great job up to this week, and we get to the last team offensive-wise, I'm going to say defensive-wise, and, and we let these guys have a field day. Their defensive line, Quentin Williams, Sheldon Rankins, they were kind of living in our backfield a little bit every time Joe Mixon got the ball. Man, he was having to avoid a defensive line as soon as he get the ball from, from Joe Burrow. I want to give you some numbers. This is really interesting. 
before Sunday's game, NFL teams were 59 and 0 with a double digit lead with less than five minutes to play. It was less than five minutes to play. The Bengals had a 31 to 20 lead in this game. That's yeah. what you said that the Jets scored on these five consecutive drives. What would you have done differently not to give up that kind of lead defensively anyway? What, what would you have done differently? Well, we, we, we gave up, we haven't let nobody score that many points. As oh, far as that's right. That's right. This year. Yeah, man. They, um, they yeah, it was, I, I didn't even see us blitz blitz that, that often either. You know, um, yeah. I think we, we was uh, way conservative. Um, and I don't, I, I think the guys got lack of days to go at halftime. You know, you got to make sure you stand on the guys. This is a young team. You got to stay on the guys and make sure they hound in at halftime at every game. You know, um, like I said the week before, it's one of them games where you're like, oh. And then by third or fourth quarter, you're like, oh. You know what I mean? We had a chance to put them away. We should have put them away. I would have ran the ball down there when we was inside the four minute, three minutes and 25. I don't care if Joe only had 13 carries and 33 yards at that time. Mm -hmm. He only got the ball one more time after that. He finished That's the it. game with 14 carries with 33 yards. Mm -hmm. But inside of the three minutes, three minutes and 24 seconds left in the game, we need to be running the ball. They got three timeouts. We have three timeouts. Worst case scenario right there. We was up four points. Yeah, we go throw the screen. They score immediately. Oh. So then we don't go. We get we get the three and out. We punt the ball. Then that's when we get the bad call. So you reckon that when we had the ball right there, it's a, it's a possession of eight plays. That's right. That's right. That's right. So if you could use three of them and make them use their timeout, it's a whole different game. Then that's you right. punt the ball. They have to drive the ball the length of the field and make them work for it. Yeah, that turnover was costly, man. It that gave turnover the ball. was crucial. And, and and then the defense don't get a stop. They don't even – hey, one thing, give them touchdown. You give them touchdown and two-point conversion, man. It yeah. was just – it was like a bloody nose, and they couldn't stop it, man. It was just yeah. kept running and running. I was like, my goodness. It was like a different team was out there defensively. And so I know what I would have done differently, and I was saying this during the game, you got to go. They didn't have any receivers that I was scared of. Denzel Mims, second-year guy. Elijah Moore, rookie. Jamison Crowder, veteran guy. But he's a slot receiver. Yeah. Man, we can go man up on them dudes till the cows come home. Okay, we may have to play over the top over Eli Apple. But what the heck? But, but I'm hitting this quarterback, man. I'm getting that. I got to get a free runner to the quarterback because Mike White, just like any other quarterback, you start let you start hitting them. You let them build that confidence up. That's right. You let them get even the one with Jesse. Now. It looked like I, I I was trying to figure out the coverage because I know it's some some type of single high. It had to be either single cover high. three yeah. or man to man. Yeah. So either the tight, I mean the outside linebacker just let him go on 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 the backside and and Jesse jumped to the uh, front side where the receiver was at. But I was trying to figure out how was he so wide ass open. Jesse came down to the single receiver side. No, Man. Jesse was the single. He was in the middle of the field. He was in the middle. Yeah, he right. was. But as the ball snapped, he he went over. It looked like he went. He he, he seen something that I didn't see, but he I automatically went over there. I was like, yeah, that's why would what he I'm vac saying. vacate the middle of the field? And he wasn't in man. Like I didn't get that part. I really didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't. I looked at it twice, and I couldn't figure out was there man was there in cover three? Was he supposed to 
push the guy? Was he supposed to take the guy? You know what I mean? So that I, sometimes, was a, sometimes coaches will tell the safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheat over to that single receiver side. He over there by himself. They, I don't want him to get the hard slant. Or if he got to come all the way inside, it's hard for that corner to cover that receiver to the single receiver side all the way down to the goalpost. So I could see if the if the coach said, "Look, no, but it was doubles on that formation." Oh yeah, well it then was, he should have he should have hung over slide. by the strong side then. Yeah, it was two two wide receivers, uh, wide receiver and the tight end uh, on that on side. The, uh, that, on the on other that, side, that's right. You know what I mean? So that's right. That's why that's I, right. if now if it was the three man three man side, he should have been telling the linebacker to help him. There's there's no doubt. But you know what listen, mean? yeah, I, this, I don't know somebody, dropped, thinking, uh, somebody dropped somebody dropped the tight dropped end. Something. He yeah. wasn't – Jesse was not responsible for the tight end. No, he there, wasn't. There, he was a free Some receiver. Happened. Somebody dropped him, and and if Jesse thought somebody had they man, and then that, lo and behold, he didn't. And I know the, you know the guy calling the game said, Jesse Bates. No, Jesse was not responsible for the tight end. Let's, if right. he would have, Jesse would have been over there on him. From the get go, yeah, from the get go, from the get go, of the field. We he know was he dead. Yeah, he was yeah, playing. He, he was either middle field help or he was robbing something. That's you know I mean? exactly. And, and he and was. Them, yeah. You could tell he was looking at something that he probably done seen or something that they don't talk about. You know I, what I mean? He was not I even. Trust, he, was, he was not yeah. even worried about the backside. I trust Jesse Bates personally. I, I, I mean, I, I look. He was. He was doing this thing. He was not responsible for the tight end. Somebody else dropped coverage. Now Jesse was trying to rally to get over there once he saw the ball thrown, but. By then, it's too late. Somebody, whoever was supposed to be covering that tight end, responsible for him in man-to-man coverage, he's the one who dropped coverage. Jesse was just rallying to the ball. He was the free defender trying to make a play on the ball. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to let that one go. But I'm gonna, I want to bring this up because you mentioned it early. Jets' final offensive drive, unnecessary roughness penalty called on Mike Hilton. Of against a running back, man, a running on a back. run play, he coming against out. A- a run play, and now here's the deal. The running back got to protect himself. There's no targeting. This ain't college football. The worst call I ever saw, they gave him 15 yards and an extra first down. He should be fired. This essentially gave the game. It closed the game up for the Jets, and it was two minutes left on the clock at that point. The Jets are about to punt because where Mike Hilton made the tackle, it's third and 11 at that point. Now it's like fourth down in, in 11. They've got to punt the ball and give it back to Joe Burrow and the Bengals. This silly bad call by the ref took the game away or the opportunity for the Bengals to win the game or at least kick a field goal to tie it up. It's the worst call in NFL <laughs> history. First of all, as a group, the head freaking referee should have grabbed the guys together because I know one of them had to say, "Man, you sure you sure you seen them? You sure you seen that?" Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's bad, man. And, and, that's and, right. And this is changing outcomes of seasons, playoffs. That's right. It don't sound like a lot, but this game could be. That's right. One that hunt us down the road. I think this was by far the most bullshit call I've seen. <laughs> just tell it. Just tell it like. Let's it go is. on tell it. Total <laughs> bullshit. Um, <laughs> I'm happy I wasn't out there playing because I I, I I commend some of the defensive <laughs> players because I would have let that ref have it. <laughs> you you would have walked him to the locker room. I would have walked him to the locker room. <laughs> oh, all in his ear, all the way to the locker room. I, 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 I love hard. I play hard. Everything I do is with passion. That's right. But brother. 
I would have took that fine and I would have gave him an earful all the way to the locker room, man. Um, yeah. that, I, I, how else do you tell him to hit him? Hey, buddy. Yeah. Matter man. of fact, next time, just put your head in the dirt and go for his ankles. Don't even look what you hit. This it's man, a, it was he, a perfect form tackle. Yeah. That's he right. What that's he, right. Hit, he hit him low. The, the running back ducked his head down at the last second. That's Anything, right. call it on the running back. That's right. For for ducking his head. Yeah. Because anybody knows anything about the fundamentals of football, you know that Mike Hilton was making a fundamentally football play. And you penalize him for doing what we're all taught to do since we were playing in Pop Warner and Pee Wee football. Yeah. So this ref clearly don't know what's all involved in making a tackle. He clearly don't know. And, and, and he need to take two days off and quit, as Brett Favre would say. Just yeah. walk away because, bro, you – this game That's is too bad, big bro. for you. This game too That's big bad. for you. You don't understand the fundamentals of it. But guess what? I'm going to go ahead and let you go on this one, man. Do you know that the Bengals lose it to the Jets on Halloween Sunday? Some haunted stuff going down. It made the third week in a row that the number one team in the AFC lost. The Chargers – Back in week yeah. six, the Ravens lost to the Bengals week seven. Now the Bengals lost week eight. You know who the number one seed is now, the Tennessee Titans, and they just lost Derrick Henry for the rest of the year, and they got the Rams coming up next week. Mm -mm -mm. So now we can what see up? the AFC number one team losing for the fourth week in a row. This thing has not been decided yet. I think the Bengals need to hang in there because – we, this can yeah, all we got, back we got, we got we got a lot more season. You know what I mean? One game don't define season, but this, this game um, we should have won. Yeah, you know. But yeah. um, like we said, it's going around like this. Um, our top teams are still in there. Buffalo is still climbing on up slowly but surely. Mm -hmm. um, is is a is a is a big team to watch. I think Buffalo and um, we talked all that talk about Big Ben. He ain't played great, but they won. You yeah, know, man. Um, they ain't going they back, nowhere. You know that. They back, but they back, they back in it. You That's know right. what I mean? So it, it's, it's up for the taking, man. It, it's an interesting season. It's been nothing but, but excitement. Cincinnati. Um, got to win these games. Man. Yeah, Cincinnati Bengal fans hanging there, baby. This is going to be an exciting season. Joe Burrow's yeah. not done yet. Once no again, third. he threw for over 60% of his completions. Um, he had over uh, two and a, two plus touchdowns. He had three touchdowns on a day. He continues that streak of completing 60% and multiple touchdowns in a single game. So he's still balling out. The Bengals ain't going nowhere. Go ahead, man. First of all, give me one last one last nugget. You know, uh, when you take L's, it's called losses. So we're going to take this L as a learning tool. And our learning tool is <laughs> Joe Mixon must get the ball. Period. Period. Everything goes through Joe Mixon. 100. That's one. And if y'all don't get it at the end of the day, when he have good games, when we're running the ball, yeah, we can man. run the ball more than 14 times, we're winning. Joe was hot early in the game. He was he was giving it to him, bro. Give Joe him Mixon, ball. Joe Mixon was giving, running it and catching it. Give he was Joe Bean giving the it ball. to him. That boy, I hey, know we got did a you lot see of, the, did you see the one hand? Guys, you see the one hand catch? Hit Joe, man. Did nobody you see the one? But did you see that one hand catch on the goal line for Joe? Yeah. <laughs> that boy got skills. Yes, <laughs> Big Joe body ball, guy. Man. Yeah, man. And by the way, tell them, tell them where you at. Tell them about your gym because I know you about to get your workout in. You got the kids coming in later today. I'm at J24 1258 West Ohio Pike.
man, anybody want to sign the kids up? We're here from where we're here all day, but classes start at 4 35, 36, 37, 30. Um, we do all training, sports and agility, soccer, basketball, baseball, um, swimming, anything you can name. Um, you can meet us here at J24 in Amelia, Ohio, 45102. Shout out to one of your number one pupils, Carson Hobbs of Cincinnati oh Molar High School, yes, baby. That's right. He's about to be that dude. Yes, He's sir. about to be that dude. So he's working out with Adam Pac-Man Jones with some of the other kids in the greater Cincinnati area. People don't know, man, we got some great high school football around here. Why do you think Ohio State is so great? That's because they come to Cincinnati to get their talent. Hey, man, want to thank you again for breaking it down for us. We love you on the Believe in Bingo podcast. Of course, today's show is presented by Bet Online. It's been another edition of the Believe in Bingo podcast with Solomon Wilcox and Adam Pac-Man Jones. We'll be back later in the hold week. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, man, you got to let me wrap up the show the way we put Von Miller to the, the Rams. Oh, holla at I you, I had boy. to tell you that. Holla at your boy. I, you know, I got it all right here. I like that. Von Miller. Von oh Miller. God. Hey, Von Miller, no more guarantees, man. Just show up and play, all right? You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> I the dig what you said. You at the end of nothing. Just go have fun and ball out. That's man. right. Ball out. I like it. He playing with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. It's about to get thick. Oh, by the way, the trade deadline, Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, November 2nd. That is tomorrow. Get out there and get that talent. All right, we'll be back in a couple of days to preview the Bengals' Week 9 matchup. Have a good one, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.